Grandma, what Bible verse reminds you of me? Proverbs 3.15 She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Heavenly Father, as I read your words tonight, and as I teach and talk to anyone listening, I pray and hope that they receive what I'm giving out. I pray that the people you are giving dreams, ideas, and visions to, that they walk in your plan when doing it. Thank you for this day. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my wealth. Thank you for deliverance. And as I read the Bible, I ask that you help me pronounce these words correctly. Thank you for waking me up to see another day. And thank you for everything you've done for me and all the ones listening. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. What is up? Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't get on me because I missed last week, okay? (laughs) Listen, I was upset too. I was like... Oh my gosh. Well, let me not say that. I'm not supposed to be saying that. Let me correct myself. I was like, oh my goodness. I can't believe that I didn't post something. Trust me. I was trying hard. Okay. Well, not too hard, but I was trying hard though. But wherever I recorded, because I was in a different location this time. So wherever I recorded, it picked up so much background noise to the point where you heard the people in the music and background over me. But it's okay because we're back with this week's, I don't want to call it a topic because it's not a topic. We're back with this week's chapter and verse. Come on now, in the Bible. We're just going to say that for now. Anyway, so y'all, we are going to be discussing, well, I am. Well, y'all can talk with me if y'all want to. Y'all can talk in the car or in y'all, wherever y'all let me listen to this. (laughs) We're going to be discussing Joseph dreams, okay? Joseph is the son of Jacob. Jacob's name is also Israel, okay? So let's go. Joseph's dreams start in Genesis 37. So if any of you all would love to follow along with me, y'all can. And the Bible says, Jacob lived in the land of his father's sojournings, in the land of Canaan. These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was pasturing the flock with his brothers. He was a boy with the sons of Bilah and Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought a bad report of them to their father. Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his sons because he was a son of his old age. And he made him a robe of many colors. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. Okay, so boom. That was just Genesis 37 verse 4. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his other brothers, they hated him and could not speak peacefully to him. As soon as Joseph got that robe or quilt, as you can say, They seen their father favor him and their thoughts were no longer at peace. So their tongue spoke it. Okay. Because it says they could not speak peacefully to him. When God favors you, other people's thoughts are going to be disrupted by your anointing. Come on. 
Come on, snaps. And I quote, saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers. They hated him. This goes to show people will hate what they don't understand. Even the closest ones to you. My anointing will leave hatred in others' hearts because God favored me. Come on. Hold on. Come on. Okay, let's ask a question real quick. Now, does that mean I have to reciprocate that hate? No, 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 no. No. We're going to keep walking peacefully in God's plan. And he will reveal to you in your dreams what the anointing means. Okay. So now we're going to keep reading. Now, Joseph had a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him even more. He said to them, hear this dream that I have dreamed. Behold, we were binding sheaves in the field. And behold, my sheaf arose instead of bright. And behold, your sheaves gather around it and bow down to my sheaf. His brothers said to him, are you indeed to reign over us? Or are you indeed to rule over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. People will hate on your dreams and will question if they will come true. Okay. Those who hear about your dreams can go about it in two ways. The first way is if they see that that dream will bring you greatness or know that it will have a higher, you will have a higher role than them in life. They will try and throw you into that pit. Okay. Keep that word pit in mind. Okay. If you've ever read about Joseph's dreams, you know where that pit comes from. They excuse my paper. If you hear it, they will throw you in that pit. So you can't live out what God showed you. Okay. These pits can come in many ways. Here's our, here are some examples. It can be people doubting you, speaking failure over your life, praying on your downfall, making you feel like you can't do something when God already told and showed you you can. Keep that in mind. Mm, now, this one right here. Mm-mm-mm. The devil can try his hardest to throw you in this pit as well. With the spirit of depression, the spirit of anxiety coming into your thoughts, throwing obstacles your way to see if you are really going to have faith and fight for what God has called you to do. God showed you the dream. Now just live it out with him. It's one thing when God shows you the dream and you try to do it without him because that dream will turn into a nightmare if you don't involve him. And I'm not saying your whole life going to come to fail. When I say nightmare, but I'm letting you know if that's God's purpose for you and you try to remove him from what he called you to do. Oh, baby, that ain't going to be too sweet. The second way a person can go about hearing your dream is helping you and bringing you to it. Examples are giving you words of encouragement, holding you accountable, spiritual advice, reminding you of what God told you, affirmations, guidance and investments. Okay, so this actually skips a little bit into, I believe, Genesis 41. But I was, when I was talking about how people can help you, I was thinking about the cupbearer talking to the Pharaoh about Joseph's dream. So 
The chief cupbearer brings Joseph to his dreams because when the pharaoh of Egypt could not understand his own dream and the magicians and the wise men could not interrupt his, cannot, excuse me, interpret his dreams, the cupbearer eventually remembered to mention Joseph to pharaoh, like he asks. With the cupbearer remembering that Joseph interprets dreams, the pharaoh brought Joseph out of prison and Joseph rises to power over Egypt. That's what I mean by somebody helping you. Because I believe in Genesis 41, the cupbearer, the chief cupbearer, and uh, it was another person in there. It was a chief baker. They were both in prison with Joseph. But when Joseph interpreted their dreams, he told the cupbearer, please mention me to the Pharaoh. That's all he did. That's all he did. People can walk into a room and mention your name and you will be the one to rise to power. Okay. The cupbearer walked into that room and said, oh, wait, I know somebody for this job. My man, Joseph, literally after him saying that the Pharaoh got his dreams interpreted by Joseph and Joseph basically rose to power over all of Egypt, all of Egypt. Okay. God is calling you to be international. Hold on. Don't make, don't make. Y'all do not make me get started, okay? Don't even do it because you know I will. So stop right now. Nah, blame. <laughs> y'all might y'all might hear a little bit of more of my personality coming out. So yeah, that's all. But let's keep let's continue reading. So hold on, let me find my space. Let me find my space. Okay, right here. Then he dreamed another dream, and it told. And told it to his brothers and said, Behold, I have dreamed another dream. Behold, the sun, the moon, and eleven stars were bowing down to me. But when he told it to his father and to his brothers, his fathers rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mothers and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the ground before you? And his brothers were jealous of him. But his father kept that saying in mind okay from that god just told me even your parents will go against god's plan and purpose for you i know i know some of y'all felt that quite a few of you don't get me started honey jacob rebuked Joseph's dream okay so first of all what does rebuke mean in my opinion or in my own words it means to stop something from happening or not allowing it to happen Sometimes your parents will go against your dreams because in the flesh, they are the head authority over your life. But when the spirit speaks to you, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you, when God's spirit speaks to you, there's no going against that. So yes, in the flesh, we have a father and we have a mother. But when God, the father, the heavenly father, the creator gives you a plan, you better start walking in that plan. Okay. Then it says, now his brothers went to pasture, their father's flock near Shechem. And Israel said to Joseph, are not your brothers pasturing the flock at Shechem? Come, I will send you to them. And he said to him, here I am. So he said to him, go now, see if it is well with your brothers and with the flock and bring me a word. So he sent him from the valley of Hebron and he came to Shechem 
And a man found him wandering in the fields. And the man asked him, what are you seeking? Joseph said, I'm seeking my brothers. He said, tell me please where they are pasturing the flock. And the man said, they have gone away. For I heard them say, Let's, let us go to Dutan or Dutan. Excuse me if I pronounced that wrong. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them at Dutan. They saw him from afar, and before he came near to them, they conspired against him to kill him. Now let's let's go over that. Before we move on, before we keep reading, let's go over that. They saw him from afar, and before he came near to them, they conspired him to kill him. So afar means from a distance. Conspire means making secret plans to commit an unlawful or harmful act. People will already be plotting on you before you enter the room. Come on, somebody. Because they know that God has called you to be there. His brothers was plotting on him from afar, from a distance. Baby, you could be pulling up to the event in your car. You could just be sitting in the car and before you enter the building, they plotting on your downfall because they know that God calls you to be greater than them. And that's that jealous spirit. We got to get rid of jealous spirits. Realize that when the blessing is not for somebody else, but it's for you, they will obtain a jealous spirit in secret. Then plan on your downfall. Okay. Because it says they saw him from afar and before he came near. Okay. Before he stepped in, before he entered the room, before he walks in, they conspire against him to kill him. They said to one another, here comes this dreamer. Let's go over that. People already know who you are before you even introduce yourself, okay? They said, here comes this, you know, quote unquote dreamer. This, this guy seeing visions and imagery and idea yes that's who that's who i am people already know you before you even introduce yourself but yes here i come and god sent me here so what about it you know like here i come yep it's me what you gonna do nothing because you can't because god he did it so what you gonna do to go against him nothing all right let's keep reading <laughs> come now let us kill him and throw him into one of the pits then we will say that a fierce animal has devoured him, and we will see what will become of his dreams. They're thinking that throwing him in that pit will give them the victory, right? That's what Joseph's brothers is thinking, right? But let's let's run that back real quick. Come on, we're doing it right now. Let's go. It says, and we will see what will become of his dreams. Yes, they will see because little did they know that pit was a part of God's plan. They were making his dreams come to life. You know what I'm saying? Now, Joseph may have not known that getting thrown in that pit was a part of his dreams, but it takes God throwing us into some pits to dig us out on the winning side. Come on, y'all. Are y'all catching this or what? <laughs> like, I don't think y'all are catching this. Sometimes it takes God throwing us into some pits to dig us out on the winning side. Now, some of y'all may be able to relate to this, but this is speaking on me personally. 
I knew that I wanted to become a great entrepreneur, a wealthy entrepreneur, have a greater relationship with God, receive peace, joy, calmness, and healing. But I personally did not want to fall into a pit without the ones I love the most to be taken to somewhere greater, okay? So like I said, I've been in a season of being an outcast in my second episode. But the testimony is later on in Genesis, you see the reconnection of family, which brought grace, healing, joy, mercy, wealth, calmness. So this pit, it did last a few years for Joseph. But at the end of it all, yes, they were bowing at his feet, but we got to continue reading, which we will. But the family was reunited. So that's just confirmation for me and anybody else listening to me. That's confirmation for all of us that the pits, yes, we will get thrown into, but we will get dug right out on the winning side, you guys. I love y'all so much. And y'all know I do. Like, literally, I love y'all a lot. Please um, let me know any topics, any things you want me to cover about the Bible in my next few episodes. Stay blessed and prayed up. Always seek God's wisdom and understanding. I love y'all so, 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 so much. And so does God. Thank you for tuning in.